previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. And I always, you know, I use our, we have a little phrase here at the Loyal Littles podcast, and we feel every little has a story to tell. And Chris was another one. Completely agree. You can just ask him and explain that whole story about how he convinced his wife to take that trip. Right. See, his Chris? wife and my wife are looking at each other like, right. we're married to idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network, and we've got Roxy and Simon with us. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, hey. Now, the big question, Simon, for all our fans, because we did get a, a, f- a little bit about this. We have two questions. A, is uh-huh. Emily still in the closet with you? Emily is currently not still in the closet. Oh, you let me. her out. Okay. <laughs> I, I let her out of the closet. Okay. Yeah. But you've been feeding her, and she's been she's Okay. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, you okay. know, breadcrumbs here and there. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, the so occasional glass of water. I mean, some yeah. might have commented that the underwear clearly scared her away, but yeah. And then, well, actually, there's three <laughs> things, Simon. The other one, there was a, a new hashtag out. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, what is the name of the NBA player in your closet? I believe it's Nate Robinson, yeah, right? Yeah, so I believe the hashtag was free, free Nate, Nate Robinson. Free, free Nate. <laughs> free Nate. Free mm-hmm. Nate. Because I, wow. I posted that video you sent us of peekaboo of <laughs> Nate Robinson. And, oh, uh, hashtag free Nate Robinson. I, wow. Actually, I think it was just hashtag free Nate. I believe. A free Nate. Yeah, okay. Well, sure. I'm, I'm a little worried that the Dolans are going to come after me, but uh, you know. I think they've got some other things they're dealing with. I'm hoping they have bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Roxy's occasionally afraid of that herself. Yep. Um, and the other one is, so it's now just to reiterate, it's at Emily sings Two, correct? At Emily sings Two. Now yes. the question was, do we know who at Emily sings one is? Oh, that's a good question. And did she try to no. like, buy the screen name or anything like that? Because like she no, must I mean, have been I, upset. I, I, I can check for one second. Hang on. <laughs> Your fans want to know, is there an at Emily Sings 1? <laughs> or did you just go with Emily? Oh, two people. Oh. <laughs> okay, I have a clarification. Okay. Oh, okay. It's because she sings two people. Oh, Emily Sings 2. Emily sings to you. Emily sings oh, to people. Oh, I get yeah. it. That's clever. So I don't know if there is an Emily sings one or not, but that's not that's not even relevant. It's that Emily sings to you. That is you so know? sweet. Well, then it would be Emily yeah. sings one something like I won this event. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's get. Now the funny part is now some of you, not all, Sully, have been missing Tiny Chuck. And this is going to like just really upset you and piss you off because it kind of pissed me off. But he has the nerve to write into the show, but not come back on as a co-host here. Wow. He writes into me like literally seconds after the last episode posted. First of all, you can't go 20 blocks to get a free watermelon. I mean, just get on a bus. It'd take you like 10 minutes. You act like it was in Coney Island. Okay, fine. But hello. By the time I take the bus, I could just walk up to Target, which is like five blocks away and buy a watermelon for cheaper than it would cost me to take the bus. True. I mean, so, Chuck, <laughs> why don't you come on here and, uh, like, tell me that to my face? That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> anyway, so, Simon, we're referring to the Buy Nothing group. Someone posted a free I, seedless watermelon on there. A seedless watermelon. Yes. Very nice. That's yes. the key. And That's you yeah. did not succeed in getting it. No, I didn't go. I'm like, it was, like, 18 blocks away. I'm not going to – it was hot. I'm like, eh. Yeah, I mean, I love me big. some watermelon, but I went to Target and got mm-hmm. one. And it was delightful. So, <laughs> I mean, so Roxy, we've heard from our good pal from Boston, I believe. Yeah, this is from Sully. And he says, are the Rockettes like the Blue Angels of dancing? No one else would be able to dance slash fly that close together. Was Tiny Chuck sitting next to Little Chuck when Roxy winked from the stage? I mean, <laughs> I don't believe he was, but. No, he wasn't. But okay. uh, that's pretty funny. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a good write in, Sully. Thank you for that. So, and I knew we would hear from our good friend Bobby Gottfried because when we screw up big, mm-hmm. you know, he's right there. He's right there. And maybe we screwed up big on purpose because we missed hearing from Bobby. Maybe. Just, yeah, it has been a while. Just throwing out there. Now, Simon, this is kind of for you. Now, he gives us some background, which I know you don't need, but he says some background, and I'm not going to pronounce these. So, Simon, listen up because you're going to correct me. I'll try. All yeah. the domestic soccer leagues have names. England has the Premier League. Germany has... The Bundesliga. Thank you. Italy has... Syria. Thank you. And Spain has... 
La Liga. Very good. Where teams like <laughs> FC Barcelona and Real Madrid play. I love that we could just play fill in the blank there. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you didn't ask me. Well, like, it's, you know, well it's because I butchered. Liechtenstein League was or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I butchered the next part. So Liga is pronounced Liga. So when I was naming the Littles Premier Fantasy League, I borrowed that to make a pun on La Cheeserie. So it's pronounced La Ligarie. So I butchered that last time. Bobby, that's now, clever, too. That's very clever. Yeah. Now, Simon, the most important part about this is the Littles have a fantasy premier league or something like that that I feel like oh, you need to get involved okay. in. Yeah, so we need to get you on that. Bobby, how can Simon get involved that and dethrone Mr. Patrick Moffat? Because he's the challenge. He's, uh, oh, gosh, I don't think I will dethrone anyone. I, I enjoy watching it, but I'm not like, you know, I don't know every roster on every league mm. on every team and all that, you know, so. Okay. Fair Although enough. we wouldn't say roster where I'm from anyway, but I've adopted that. What would you squad. say? Squad. Oh. Squad, I guess. Oh. Which, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I butcher everything soccer. So <laughs> I even told them, I said, look, I think we'd be better at, I think Roxy and I'd be better at like a fantasy hockey league if there is such a thing. Mm-hmm. So, which we'd be really I'm bad sure at. sure there is. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. And then we heard from Don Hammock, <laughs> some, some marital advice and oh, some relationship advice. Great. Simon. Can't wait. Will. Okay. He says, thanks for the shout out on your podcast. I have actually done a thing or two in my life that people find interesting, but it's hard to say that without sounding like a pompous ass. If you need a guest this summer, I would certainly enjoy meeting y'all. Okay. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. So I guess now we're not going to have to wait till the 249th episode, which is what we initially thought with him. He then says, you guys are very cute together on the podcast. Enjoy the blissful newlywed phase. It gets different later, but it's a great thing if you found the right one. It gets different later. I mean, (laughs) or all you married people out there, maybe you could write in and tell us what's different. What gets different? Right. Like, what is it? Right. Because, you know, we're curious. We're curious. Yeah, (laughs) it gets different. All right. And we had a TV update that Roxy just loves this. So go ahead, Roxy. I actually don't, but it's fine. So we heard from Dr. Suzanne Nichols and she writes in Hannibal is a sequel to Silence of the Lambs, not a prequel like Red Dragon is. I also highly recommend the TV show Hannibal for Chuck only. Thank you. Instead of the movie, it was a prestige drama on NBC and is fantastically produced. Okay, that's good to know for Chuck. And, you know, when is this topic going to be done? Because last night I was watching some How I Met Your Mother. I'm trying to go through the whole series. And this in the season eight. Season eight, they're doing a reference of Silence of the Lambs. And, and yes, okay, Chuck looked at me and he said, now, aren't you glad you watched the movie so now you can understand this reference? And I'm like, no. She'd, be, she'd have no clue what was going on. Now, Simon, you're, you know Sim- Silence of the Lambs, right? Yes. Okay, yes. so they, the, do you know How I Met Your Mother? Uh, not as much, no. Okay. But you, you know of it. I know of it, And yeah. they were doing this whole play on where it, it was a metaphor in life. Right. Like you're like putting you yourself, put yourself in, in the, the well. Pit, and the only pit. you can pull yourself out of right. it. But they kept making references to Silence of the Lamb. And I'm like, this freaking <laughs> it's movie everywhere. is Roxy, it's everywhere. everywhere. And I yeah. hate it. <laughs> now, my question, though, for myself is how the hell did I miss Hannibal? Because I usually give every network, new network show a try. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I just missed this one. And once it was, it was way in. It, it Didn't it run like four or five seasons, I think? I have no idea because I don't, I try I, not to I think to it did. And so once it was like two seasons stuff. in, I kind of gave up because it's, I, I couldn't catch up, you know, kind of thing. So, uh, well, it's on NBC, so maybe check well, Peacock. Well, not anymore. Maybe you could, well, yeah. maybe Peacock has it right, to stream. Right. Well, somewhere um, will have it, but I'll have to check that out. But that will like be fun. something you watch on your own. Well, okay. Well, you are going away for the weekend. So, right. You know, anyway. <laughs> but not to Jingle Fest. Right. But we'll get there in a second. So, and then we have, a, I love it when Littles trash Littles. That's always fun, too. And this came from just Summer of Littles 3.1. I don't know who that could be, but whoever's running that account writes... <laughs> At Chris Davenport has the cojones to host the first Summer of Littles Chicagoland venue solo, and he thinks he has nothing to say? Doubtful. Come on, man. And so, Come on, man. Why do we even do it out here, man? <laughs> Chris, I mean, it, you got to get on here because the Littles want to meet you. So there you go. Now, Simon, you're not going to Jingle Fest, are you? Uh, no, I don't think I am. <laughs> but you yeah. are going to hopefully be here for Summer of Littles. I know that could uh, Yeah, it's in my calendar. Yay. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. Now, is is uh, Emily Sings coming back? Emily Sings 2, excuse me. Is she coming uh, back for... I mean, I think that would be the perfect time for her to come back. I don't... I think she'll be back in September, I ah. believe. Well, maybe yeah. we could move it. 
she no, actually uh, <laughs> has. Will a, not do that. <laughs> she's actually quite successful, so she actually has work. Oh, yeah. she has work. Yes. Oh, good. Oh, so yeah. we don't know what that yeah. is. We, we, yeah. We don't. Um, unlike me, who you know can just be in the closet all day <laughs> every day no simon you're coming out of the closet it's going to be a big day we're we're going to have a big episode <laughs> for simon coming out of the closet yes you're going to come out of the closet go across the street up to the, our apartment and we're going to do a recording session live it's going to be a good day speaking of a good day everyone we should have started with this but we wanted to save it for the end of this because we have another little special something something coming up happy jingle fest day i mean this is like one of the biggest days of the year for littles i would say it's kind of like it's probably like christmas day almost and then i don't know summer littles would be your birthday or vice versa i don't know i mean they're equal in our eyes obviously but happy jingle fest everyone wanted to make sure you know simon since you're not going to be there this is from jerry negrelli it's just a post he didn't send it to us we're still trying to get jerry on the show that would Mm -hmm. be nice but i know he's a little busy right now Uh, Hopefully after today, it'll calm down a little bit. But he says, I look forward to seeing those of you who are able to join us today for Jingle Fest 5.5. For those who can't make it, here's a link to the live stream. Feel free to follow along and leave comments or trash talk throughout the night. Wait, that's so fun. I know. We're excited about that. So we're going to try to live stream as much as we can. I have a show, obviously, that night. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Roxy, you've got some birthday things going on. Yeah, my nephew. Her nephew's birthday. Our nephew. Our nephew's birthday. Our nephew's birthday. And I'm sad that I can't be there. I'm going to be in the pool. (laughs) I'm not, unfortunately. I'm going to be working. So why don't we get to our guest? Yeah. He's a doctor. Yes. But it's not Dr. Hoffwaff. No. All right, Littles. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. It's time to meet the Littles with our special Meet the Littles guest star, Dr. David Wilde. to meet the littles your favorite segment in ours we're going to meet a guest who's far but not from mars it's time to turn our mics on it's time to hop on skype it's time to call our guest who's sure to gain some hype why do you always listen to each and every show it makes us all so happy more happy than you know hey roxy And now let's get things started. Why don't we get things started? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, little-tational. Now it's time to meet our Littles guest. All right, Littles and oldie but a goodie, we had to bring that back. That was our one attempt at doing a jingle on the show, and we thought in honor of Jingle Fest... We would revamp it a little bit and redo it for you all. We hope you enjoyed. So we're going to do this a little differently, Roxy, because we're screwed. I'm just going to throw that out there. So sometimes, you know, we send out these forms and they fill them out. Actually, our today Meet the Littles guest sent us a, what is, I think it's called a blog spot. We'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm going to introduce our special Meet the Littles guest this way. Serves as the Merit Professor of Strategic Management at Southeastern Louisiana University in Hammond, Louisiana. He is the founder and publisher of both Modern Business Press and The Idea Publishing. As a prolific writer himself, he is frequent contributor to the both respected academic journals and widely read trade and general interest publications. He has established himself as one of the leading academic experts on emerging applications of technology in both the private and public sectors. As I said, Roxy, we're screwed. He continues to be the active strategic management consultant, a qualified expert witness, and invited speaker on a wide variety of topics to trade corporate, governmental, and academic audiences. He has made appearances on management and technology issues on the Discovery Channel, ESPN Radio, Federal News Radio, and other media outlets. He has earned Southeastern's President's Award for both excellence in teaching and research, making him one of a select group of faculty who has been awarded campus-wide recognition for more than one aspect of the professional role. He earned his doctorate from the University of Memphis in 1993. I don't think we could give a bigger, longer, better introduction to please welcome to the podcast, Mr. David Wild. Hey, David, how you doing? Good, good, good. That's doctor to you, buddy. Oh, <laughs> that's right. My God. Holy I'm cow. Yeah. 
Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I guess I'm honored to be among such a group. So, <laughs> Well, I also call you the, the sprinkle news fairy dust person, but we'll get into all that in a bit. Now, I, obviously, I just kind of, spoiler alert, gave a lot away, but why don't you take a quick second? I know a lot of the littles, you're a very active member in the TK groups on Facebook. <laughs> the one I'm allowed into. Yeah, the one you're allowed into. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, take a second, introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there, if you would. Okay. Uh, well, many of you know me through the Facebook group and uh, and wonder uh, how I spend so much time online. Uh, I, I do actually work for a living, and uh, I'm a professor, and I write and consult a good bit. And so that's why I'm online, and then my diversion is often diving into the TK Littles group and finding uh, the news of the day that uh, might deal with license plates, Florida men, uh, Uranus, <laughs> or any other sort of kind of show-related topic. And so uh, it's, a, it's a diversion for me. I've listened to the podcast, well, the radio show, I've listened to the internet show going back way back uh, to when Tony worked blue a bit and find the podcast to be uh, certainly one of my top two or three podcasts that I listen to as I work through the day. So uh, so I enjoy the camaraderie of, of the Littles group. Of course, I'm just I'm located just outside New Orleans, uh, which some of you have vaguely remember visiting uh, at one time or another. <laughs> and uh, so so I haven't had a chance to, uh, I didn't I didn't make it to Chatter while Tony was losing money there, and I haven't had a chance to make it to one of the Littles gatherings, but uh, but feel feel very much a, a part of the of, of the group based on the uh, the, the Facebook uh, interactions. Oh, sure. So, now, I have yeah. to say, sometimes we're like looking for things for our podcast, and sometimes we started, and we've done less because now the big show has brought it back, but the big show had lacking, been lacking the news items. And mm -hmm. we know the Littles enjoyed that. So we started doing that. And then ironically, they started doing it right after. Right after hmm. we did. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, maybe Mark yeah. is listening. Who knows? Maybe. I doubt yeah. it, but who knows? And yeah. anyway, so we can always turn to you. I mean, and my first question was, do you sleep? Because I feel like a lot of these are posted at four in the morning sometimes. And they're great. A sign of advancing age and, uh, as Tony would say, impending death. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, no. Or, or, or being impending Ingleside, yes. So, yeah, uh, no. It's funny. I'll, I'll tell Roxy, I'm like, wow, we have nothing. And then all of a sudden, David Wilde posts uh -oh. these things. And it's like, you're the news fairy. That's what I consider you, the news fairy of the Loyal Littles podcast. Because you're always <laughs> sprinkling in these news items that I'm like, oh, we can totally use that on the mm -hmm. podcast. So mm -hmm. it's great. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I, <laughs> I, I, wish, I, I wish there was some compensation involved. Yeah, but, well, oh. <laughs> us too. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, why don't, can we go even way, way back for back? Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? All that stuff. Okay. I actually grew up in the Dallas area. I grew up in Irving, Texas, which uh, many of you uh, know from uh, watching NFL games when they would do the scene set for Texas Stadium. actually worked a lot of Dallas Cowboy games back in my middle school, high school days, selling programs, doing various odd jobs that oh, would wow. uh, get, a, get a little bit of uh, cash money and uh, and then would uh, get me free admission standing room to the stadium. So wow. I had the chance to see Roger Staubach and some of wow. the uh, the early great cowboy teams back in the late seventies and early eighties. We did that until uh, I was selling programs and somebody pulled a knife on, on me for the cash and said, "Oh, the free admission's not quite worth Whoa. it." You know, so this happened yeah. seriously in the stadium. Seriously, in the stadium parking lot. So that was the end of that career. But actually, went to uh, uh, MacArthur High School in Irving, uh, which had a long tradition of losing football. But uh, probably the most famous graduate of MacArthur was a freshman when I was a senior at Brian Bosworth. And so, uh, oh, uh, yeah. So if you if you Google the uh, Bo Jackson run on Brian Bosworth, you'll see how his career turned out in the NFL. And then, <laughs> on to make uh, some some very bad action movies and shows up. Uh, he's the uh, he's the sheriff in the Dr Pepper uh, commercials. Mm 
probably making uh, lots and lots of money from that. But uh, went to Stephen F. Austin, uh, which, which is a university in East Texas, named after a uh, hero of the Texas Revolution that actually didn't live to make it to the revolution, but died in a Mexican prison. And we got a university named after him. Uh, best thing that happened here there was uh, meeting my wife, Carla, at, uh, at Stephen F. Austin. And uh, we got married in 1985. I've been married ever since. Uh, two grown uh, boys now who are uh, gainfully employed and, and doing great things in their career. So that, that makes a parent happy. I worked for a couple of years after getting my MBA and uh, decided to go to uh, graduate school for some strange reason and get my doctorate. Uh, went to uh, what was then Memphis State University, and they were famous at the time for Keith Lee and uh, the the uh, uh, what was scandalous uh, basketball uh, NCAA sanctions. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, we had students that would enroll just to get uh, free basketball tickets back in the day when they were doing, doing well at the time. And Keith Lee famously uh, got paid off with a, a Plymouth Duster in the parking lot of a Denny's. And uh, he was expected far better than that. And he, uh, that led to NCAA sanctions and, and uh, so forth. But uh, the, the university went on to much greater things after I left, uh, became the University of Memphis and now has uh, powerful football and basketball programs and such. And and doing really well academically. And uh, since then, I've been a professor uh, after a brief stint in Texas, came here to uh, Southeastern Louisiana University, which is in Hammond, Louisiana, which uh, I joke, it's, uh, I always use New Orleans as an identifier. We're about 45 minutes an hour north of New Orleans, okay. but uh, Hammond is a place where two interstates cross, so uh, we joke that uh, many folks uh, on their travels have stopped at one of our McDonald's or used the bathroom. <laughs> Now we're close enough to New Orleans. We're a fast-growing community, and uh, and so forth. Have uh, uh, I mean, we we got excited a few years back. We actually got a Target, you know, and oh. uh, now yeah, now we have Five Guys and Home Goods and wow. Chipotle, wow. Uh, and the uh, the the modern necessities of life, you know. So uh, so we're looking pretty good. So that's where I am. What I do as a professor. That's a full time job. I for some reason just have a as you say. When do I sleep? I, I sleep a lot more these days. Actually, as a as getting older, but uh, do write quite a bit. I stay quite active. I I write far more than my job would necessitate. Uh, I take the publisher parish thing very seriously, and if I I guess if I start stop publishing, I'm going to perish. And so, uh, so I write for academic journals, but more so I write more things that people actually read mm -hmm. and uh, so <laughs> write for uh, medium and other outlets. Now I also engage in the serious consulting work. Uh, I'm currently working on a project for IBM and that's taking up uh, a good bit of my time. And so I find time for listening to podcasts. I actually have gravitated over the past, particularly, I, I don't know if it's during the pandemic and the aftermath, actually listening listening a little less to podcasts than I used to. I think with the, the type of consulting work I do, I'm finding I'm having to concentrate more. And so podcast listening kind of takes away from that. So a lot of my podcast listening during the pandemic has been getting back into uh, walking slash running. Although if you saw me, you would categorize it more as walking at that speed long long ago long long ago i did uh marathons back in the late 90s and i'm never going to get back to that but yeah. uh certainly getting back into uh, my pandemic thing has been getting back into uh more serious walking and running sure. and so that that gives me my that's my hour hour and a half of, of listening to tony and dan levitard and a few uh, actually uh, james carville has a very good podcast right now oh yeah so for me, the living in New York, the walking during the pandemic, I tried to do a little bit of running, but I don't know, I get a little lazy, I guess, with the running, but I have to say walking, just being able to move your body is something that I feel like no one should take for granted. And I think that's so wonderful that you're finding that again. I never really got away from exercising, but I had fallen into the trap of going to my local really ritzy for the 1% Planet Fitness and just, <laughs> you know, getting on an elliptical mm -hmm. and watching PTI or watching an SVU episode and saying, oh, okay, there's my hour and I'm done. And mm -hmm. uh, so my fitness level has definitely improved. My weight has improved, uh, which I'm happy about. Well, so. speaking of weight, though, isn't Planet Fitness the one that has like free pizza day or free donut day or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never 
yeah, it was always kind of a weird juxtaposition to see people uh, grabbing, uh, uh, well, running. At my location, people would be running out with a pizza box, but that's <laughs> right. just... <laughs> In Louisiana, you know. So, I mean, but, to uh, be honest, I would have been one of those people. <laughs> I mean, it just to me always cracked me up. Like, what, wait, what? We're we're going to get slices of pizza and then work out. Those days were probably the would probably be the only days that I would actually go to oh, the gym. <laughs> yeah, she, Roxy's not a big gym person here. Not a big gym person. No, yeah. I like being outside. Yeah. And it's great to be outside. Except we in Louisiana have fall, spring, summer, like in May, mm-hmm. when it kind of start. It, it feels like San Diego weather. Mm-hmm. and low humidity, nice temperatures. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're into Kinshasa. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, right. it's, it's, 100, it's 100 degrees. It's 90% humidity. Heat indexes uh, in the high 90s, low 100s each day. So right. uh, yeah. I'm back outside. I'm Not back great in. conditions. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. So my quick question, where does your fandom lie now? Because you said you grew up in Texas. Are you still like a Cowboys fan? Or because of that incident, you stopped liking <laughs> them? What's... All, I, I think we're all united in our hatred for Jerry Jones. And so <laughs> now I look on the Cowboys as kind of uh, the looking forward to seeing how they're going to fail this time. Right. Uh, mm. you know, will it be Tony Romo mishandling the field goal snap? Will it be uh, Dak's leg snapping? Or what, what will be the latest calamity? Uh, so my, my fandom is pretty much general NFL. I am a Saints fan being where we're located but I must say, you know, I mean, the past few years with everyone trying, you know, rooting like crazy and then also slash assuming that the Saints would just make the Super Bowl again with Drew Brees uh, before he retired. And uh, boy, did we find some major ways to mess up that. Uh, yeah, sure uh, did, between, sir. Between, between bad calls, between uh, the Vikings winning on the last play uh, in, a, in a screwy fashion, uh, yep. poor Drew probably would have, could have, should have gotten to another Super Bowl, but I, we're not going to feel sorry for him because he, he's going to have a great post here. And he did not invest in Bitcoin or anything like that. He's been involved in, I mean, I think he owns like every Jimmy John's in the region. He's oh, really? In, oh, oh, oh uh, he's invested in a uh, sports bar chain called Walk-Ons that's uh, grown regional, uh, unlike Chatter that's actually making it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Uh, he's involved with a, a local food delivery service that's a comp- competitor to DoorDash and Grubhub and so forth. And uh, so he's invested in very stable good things as opposed to uh, some of the uh, like the bad athlete stories that you see right. about. Drew's going to be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I guess maybe because you said you haven't heard too many episodes of the Loyal Littles podcast. Do you even know that I am like a psycho diehard Saints fan? No, I did not. Okay. We're going to tease that uh, (laughs) because we've got some things to talk about here. (laughs) I actually have some other questions about the Cowboys, but we're going to get into that. I'm not even going to ask. You're going to stick around because we have so much to talk about. We have got a book to talk about. We've got so much going on here. Loyal Littles will be right back with Meet the Littles. Hi, this is Bob Sproul from Pittsburgh, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Your best bet in podcast entertainment. Played in this episode by good friend of the podcast, Clive Jackson. And this song is called Take Me Back. And if you like what you hear, the easiest way to hear all of Clive's stuff is on YouTube. So just head on over to YouTube and search Clive Jackson. That's C-L-I-V-E-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. And as always, we'll play the full song, Take Me Back, at the end of the podcast. Take me back, take me back, to the laughter I do long, take me 
the time. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And we are lucky enough to have <clears throat> Dr. David Wilde with us today. <laughs> and we're having a great time. He's finding out stuff about us, too. So we're like meeting each other here, basically. And one thing he didn't realize was that I am a diehard Psycho Saints fan. So I feel the pain that you're feeling. Now, mine goes all the way back, the reasoning, because I'm from New York. So people are always like, well, how'd you become a Saints fan? It was Morton Anderson. I don't, do you remember Morton Anderson? I don't know how long you've been there. Yeah. The Great Dane. Yes, yeah. Yes. And so I always wanted to play football. My dad wouldn't let me. This is a very long story short. He said I could play football. He wanted me to be a baseball player because that was his sport. And also, I was a, I'm a drummer professionally. And so he saw something in me I didn't when I was in middle school and high school. And he didn't want me to get hurt. So he said I could be a kicker. And I was like, well, dad, that's embarrassing. No one kicks in high school. You know, and he's like, well, that's because they don't have a kicker. Mm-hmm. He said, trust sure. me, if you start hitting 40, 45 yard field goals, they'll, they'll put you in on fourth down. And I was like, okay, well, so it didn't happen. But it made me go out pre-internet days to find out who the greatest kicker in the NFL was. And of course, it was Morton Anderson. So, And I know they were the Aints at the time, but I just started following them and I just followed them ever since. Can we get back to the Cowboys? Now, what was that like? I'm sorry. Well, here's the other part. Okay, for some reason, I don't think I've ever told this part. I don't know why I never had a football team growing up. Because I, I'm from New York. Nowadays, I've joked about this on the podcast many times that I could never root for a team from New Jersey, which is the Giants and Jets. Mm-hmm. And We're I, both there. Right. It's a joke. But so I guess if you forced me, I would be rooting for Buffalo because that to me is the only New York team they have that we have. However, when I was a kid, I did the typical, you see the star and you think it's the coolest thing. Yeah. And your buddies in second grade are like cowboy fans because of the star. So I was a big Cowboys fan, believe it or not. About the time when you said I was handing out programs there and Tom Landry, just one of the coolest guys, you know, what was that like? Now, you said you got to see Roger Staubach and now I'm guessing Danny White was the no, Danny White came in after him, right? I believe I saw both Roger Staubach and Danny White. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, Danny White was actually a kicker, too. He was that unusual quarterback kicker combo. Yes. I don't remember that. He was a punter. Go Google it, kids. Yeah. Wow. So. As, as Tony says. Yeah. <laughs> uh, freed up a roster spot by having your backup quarterback kick. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Just like uh, Joe Theismann returned punts. Yeah. Right. That I did. I do remember. I did not know that about Danny White. That's so interesting. So, you, And you said you got standing room tickets to go see these games? Yeah. Well, I mean, you were just uh, after you after you did your stadium job pregame and say into start, you know, the start of the first quarter, then you were just allowed to go in and, and stay for the game. Now, yep. what, what would you say? What, what's the best Cowboys game you ever were there live for? Is there one that stands uh-huh. out? Five four. I remember uh, this is going back. Uh, I remember like uh, uh, I don't know if it was an NFC Championship game against the Rams. I think at the time. So that was when they made Super Bowls. So that's right. going way back. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, way, way back. Well, yeah. they had the '90s run too. But well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was, uh, and that was if you say were you a Cowboys fan? Definitely a fan of of the Jimmy Johnson team with uh, Troy and Emmett mm-hmm. and yeah, that was my brother's. Um, he was a Cowboys fan during that time. He had a big poster of Troy Aikman in his room and Power oh. Rangers. <laughs> so I guess I feel like it's like every kid's, they go through that phase yeah. the, because it's America's team or it was right, America's right. team. Wow. It was America's team. It was a great, uh, that was uh, that was their uh, legendary general manager, uh, Tex Schramm, that came up mm-hmm. with uh, the America's team branding and that stuck. And, and look to this day, I mean, you know, Cowboys games are still among the highest rated, uh, even, even when the team is bad. And, yep. and, and in a way, you know, I mean, there's been articles written about, you know, how the Saints have particularly, uh, well, a combination of factors between the post-Katrina positive sentiment for the Saints, mm-hmm. A, staying here, uh, and then B, doing well. They have kind of taken on the role of America's team now. And you right. see Saints games, it'd be interesting to see what's going to happen this year with Jameis and Taysom and what's going to happen. But, you know, the Saints are regarded now as being America's team. And perhaps also because we've had kind of a run of bad luck here in the playoffs. Yeah, That one game I'm still not over. I don't oh. know. It was well, 2019. Well, because full disclosure, Roxy's a Patriots fan. Being from New England, understandably. And yes. it was just we happened to all be together that day watching because we played the early game mm-hmm. against the Rams. And we, that 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 yeah. just missed call, and then so I'm just like nightmare. And then the the Patriots go on to win their game to go to right. the Super Bowl. 
So it was like, but oh. like it, sh- it should have been. It should have been the same. Well, you know what? Part of me is thankful Patriots that it wasn't Saints, Saints. Saints. Patriots because yeah. who knows? Maybe yeah. things would have turned out different for Roxy and I. Who knows? No. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so anyway, enough football talk, though. All right. We've got lots of other stuff to get into. Now, why don't we get into your book? Uh, what can okay. you tell us about the book? Okay. This is the what I did during the pandemic story. I, I've written a couple of books beforehand. And what I ended up doing was I ran across a social media post, belonged to a couple of uh, higher ed groups on Facebook that one in particular is kind of irreverent, like the uh, like the Tony group. And somebody had posted, you know, about the best or worst excuse that uh, they had ever gotten from a student. And I liked that and thought, hey, what else is out there? You know, you get to the point I am in my career where, you know, I've been teaching for 30 years and you say, oh, I've seen it all. Well, I haven't seen it all. Uh, and when you go on social media and ask for fellow faculty across the country and around the world to, hey, give me your best student excuse, give me your most outrageous student excuse. <laughs> and I got it. I got them. I got, uh, I was inundated with replies to my postings. And pretty quickly, I realized, hey, I'm onto something here uh, in terms of interest level in this. And the challenge was how to present that other than here's 500 wacky excuses from students. But I tried to do so in a way that was uh, curated. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, so I divided the excuses into the best, worst medical excuses, uh, <laughs> grandmother's uh, passing away, which is not a funny subject, but in this business, it happens. Things happening with cars and roommates and fraternities and sororities and weather and everything else under the sun. And so it turned into a title that I titled the book, The Handbook of College Student Excuses. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the way the world works today, I've done some work myself in terms of formatting, but worked with some a freelancer out of Colorado in terms of taking my content and formatting it for an ebook. Uh, after I completed the writing, uh, worked with a graphic designer who produced a, a fantastic cover that just the, the cover image, uh, if you, uh, and I'll give you the link here in a minute and a code, but the cover image just flattered me in terms of it was perfect. And so, uh, so yes, uh, for your son or daughter, uh, graduating high school, uh, going to college in the fall, I have the uh, perfect companion and it's, it's half off at smash words. If you go to smash words, you and if you use the code... Wait, wait, wait. I was going to say, are you bearing the lead here? Wait, we're going to have a code? Yes, we're going to have a code. Yes, Roxy, uh, our first code, I nice. think. Nice. Yeah, I, I got bills to pay. So <laughs> if you go to Smashwords and Google my name, Wild, W-Y-L-D, uh, if you Google on Smashwords search, I should say, uh, the handbook of college student excuses, find my book. And use this code. It's not Tony, unfortunately. <laughs> it's uh, V as in Victor, U as in Umbrella, 28Q as in Quit, as in Quit School. Uh, <laughs> that's my Smashwords coupon. You can get half off being a loyal little. Wow. So, all right. We're going to have to, if it, with your permission, we're going to come up with some kind of like. Commercial or something. Or, no, some kind of like wording for those letters. Okay. We'll find okay. something. <laughs> no, I'm just okay. kidding. Okay. Something funny, okay. Yeah, so no. We'll... The, the short version is V-U-2-8-Q. Half off. Half, Half off. off. That's amazing. Yeah. That's this amazing. This is so exciting. That's, yeah, that's so exciting. And if you Google the book title, if you search for the book title on Amazon, the way your the subscriptions work on Amazon, for many folks, it's going to be free to read on Kindle. Mm-hmm. So oh. that's the, the most accessible way. I mean, you get a cut for that, though, right? I mean, that can't be... I, I think so. I, I, right. trust, trust I was going to say, uh, sir, I know you're a doctor, but that's not a very good marketing strategy if you're giving well, it. <laughs> well, this book was done for fun. It was not sure. to make car payment. Sure. You're so, not. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So. I'm not retiring to, to St. Kitts. On this. Right. <laughs> but it amazes me how these things happen, because as you said, when you were telling your story, you were like, oh, I think I'm onto something at mm-hmm. some point. And yeah. I have to refer, I, I'm sure you haven't heard the episode, but we had Rich Ottinger on. Yep. And he's also an author who did the same kind of thing, but it, it was kind of a totally interesting topic. His mother used to be a waitress at a cafe, uh, I guess, or mm-hmm. a diner, whatever. And someone literally came in one day and just said, do you serve food here? And she just <laughs> thought she it was wrote funny. it down. And she just wrote that down on her pad. 
And she just started accumulating all these different dumb questions that people would come in and ask. And so she had this whole pad of like order sheets of these dumb questions. And she just gave it to her son one day and said, here, there's something in here. I don't know what it is, but there's something in here. Write a book. And he did. And he did. And it was just kind of funny how these things all start. So it sounds like yours was kind of like in the same realm. Absolutely. And and what I have for a, a future project, which I mean, for future for me is probably the next three or six months is is a similar project to where I've also made social media posts and received feedback from fellow professors and, and college educators about the uh, seeking out the best and worst comments made on assignments or papers. Oh. The one, the ones that uh, either build people up or kill their egos. Gotcha. And so I, that's, that to me is my follow-up. I, I don't think I'm going to do volume two of the handbook of college student excuses right now. Yeah. So. so I guess now we usually at this point in the interview usually have these fun, dumb questions, but I, I mean, we can't even get there yet. So okay. my next question, I don't know about you, Roxy, is so what's your favorite excuses? Now, they can be in the book or maybe you left them out of the book because they maybe weren't appropriate for the book or something like that. <laughs> what, what are your top like three? Oh, goodness. Uh, that's a question I really should have prepared for. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> well, because you knew you I, were I getting on the... I guess the first one that comes to mind. <laughs> the first one that comes to mind. Uh, well, th- there, there's a number of excuses to where people are in jail. People <laughs> are coming out of jail. I have excuses all across the board in terms of medical. What I tried to do in every chapter uh, of the book, say with the medical excuses, was, okay, here's 50 absurd medical excuses and then here's two or three that were actually true and, yeah. and inspirational and kind of turn it around. But I guess my all-time favorite from the book and, and one that when I post a daily excuse, uh, to, you know, honestly, to try to generate interest in the book, mm-hmm. but uh, I had one where a student was absent because he was uh, tending to his ill mother and she had prostate cancer. <laughs> Okay. So you should at least check WebMD to make sure you're correct on diagnosis. Right. There's ones, uh, some of my favorites, because they've been, they're, they're close to reality of what I've seen in terms of students saying, I'm calling you from the airport. My flight was delayed. I can't make it to class. And mm-hmm. you, you see the student walking right in front of the building and making the phone call saying they're absent. Oh, my so, gosh. I remember being around people. Now, I never did this. So maybe good on me. Of course not. Not Roxy. Right, right. But I I remember being around people and they would all of a sudden just like duck under something or like hide behind something or like pull me in front of them be like, don't look obvious. I'm like, well, okay, this is kind of obvious. And they would say like, I called out told my professor I wasn't going to be in class and because of such and such or I wasn't in town for whatever reason and but now we're running into them so I got to hide. Well, I actually have it's a question. It's so crazy. Dr. Wild. Now, yes. do you have David's fine. David's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have any cuz this has been like a recent theme on the Loyal Little's podcast. Do you have any suck-up students in your class that when you're going to call out sick, <laughs> you call their parents to tell them not to come to school? <laughs> Because what's the point? I'm not going to be there. It's going to be some sub. So, well, in this day and age, the level of service that students uh, expect, they they would almost expect you to be uh, to call them individually to say, "Don't bother coming." Right. Uh, (laughs) And and we're a school. We're a school that has a heavy commuter component. We have where we're located north of New Orleans, we have students that drive from Baton Rouge routinely. We have students that drive from Slidell, Covington, Louisiana. So students who routinely drive 30, 45 minutes, uh, an hour to school. And so, yeah, you would want to save them uh, the gas, especially at prices these days. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, now so this, oh, but to be fair, that <laughs> happened to me, but I was in sixth grade. <laughs> She was in such a unruly classroom that... I was one of the only non-problem children, and it was always a nightmare when a substitute would be worse than anything else I had ever seen in my life and heard in my life. So to be fair, I was in sixth grade. (laughs) That's true. All right. Granted. Now, this one's for your students, and be honest, because they're not going to listen to this anyway, I'm sure. Probably not. What's your best excuse that you've ever used to call out sick? 
ooh, ooh, this could get me fired. Yeah, this could get me fired. Yeah, so. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. we don't have to put it on, but we still want to know. But yeah. Well, I think the few times my, I mean, I've been here 30 years, but there's been- uh, You must like, have tenure well, now, right? You can't get fired. Oh, well, post-Katrina, <laughs> I, I did go on a job interview or two when, when we thought the entire state was closing. I, I would say this, and we can keep, we can keep it in the podcast, is, is literally one of my pieces of career wisdom for students that I try to throw in every semester is that literally- you know, wherever you are in a meeting that you don't want to be in, if you want to leave work early, just grab your stomach and, and run out because no one's <laughs> going to stop you. Uh, that is an excuse that no one is going to. No one uh, will touch that. That's so funny because one of the best pieces of advice I've gotten from a recent Broadway director, because uh, Roxy and I are both in, in the entertainment business and okay. uh, we're both on stage performers and backstage and all that stuff. And yeah. one thing he said, if you ever miss a cue, because this has happened where actors miss their entrance mm-hmm. in a live yep. Broadway show. It's, mm-hmm. It happens for various reasons. His advice, though, was you had to be in the bathroom. Right. He's like, basically what you just said, grab your stomach and run to the bathroom and say, oh, I, I, mm-hmm. I couldn't get on stage. Couldn't mm-hmm. get on stage. And then you'll be, you won't get in trouble for that. Wow. So we're, wow, we're running out of time. All right. So real quickly, we, we, ha- we always have these fun, dumb questions, we call them. So let's, let's at least give you one of these. One of my favorite ones that, because it's opened other doors, is... And I don't have the wording exactly. Best hidden talent. <laughs> uh, well, nothing exciting. I guess uh, I'll say two. Uh, I come across with my family and, and even coworkers and so forth. I'll be Mr. Logistics. I mean, in terms of I, I really like to, to plan mm. things terms of, of trips and outings and so forth. Not saying we have to stay exactly to this, but uh, up until about a year ago, I finally gave up printing out MapQuest directions for... Uh, oh, wow. For, I yeah, remember those. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, yeah, I would, I, we'd be, my wife and I would be following MapQuest and, and you know, turn at this road and turn uh, instead of using our phones. Finally, my sons convinced me that was, uh, that was very antiquated. Yeah. Um, I, I guess... Hidden talent, which is uh, I'm very proud of uh, and probably uh, helped me uh, in marriage, is finding good bathrooms, which is very important when you're traveling and on the road. Yeah. So- that is very, very true. <laughs> Chuck, take note. <laughs> you just instinctively know this is a place to stop. This is not a place to stop. Yes. Right. Some go-tos, and when you travel, uh, and you mentioned about some, uh, like we, we had occasion to travel on, on travel soccer teams and so forth, and so when you get to know uh, the South very well, you kind of say, oh, that, let's, let's not stop Let's here. not stop there. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, my favorite thing about that is that it kind of goes with our podcast logo, so that's yeah. what I love about it. So. <laughs> All right, Roxy, what do you got? Uh, Well, actually, kind of a follow-up. I was going to go a different direction, but I'm going to go this way. So what has been your favorite trip? <laughs> uh, you know, unfortunately, we have a, a, a guest bath at home where my wife has taken photos from our, our trips with our with our two sons mm-hmm. uh, and, and all the places that we, we took them. And that kind of stopped once our oldest hit high school, you know, and, and other active other interests came about. And then from a, for a variety of, fa- of reasons, primarily both uh, my wife and I's parents' health and so forth, sure. we haven't been able travel that widely uh, of late. And so I, I guess dating back, this is dating way back, was a uh, professor convention. And oh boy, are they really wild things, <laughs> wild places. But, uh, we had a, a, a trip to Hawaii. Uh, you know, really, really a rare trip where every, you know most of the professors brought their spouses from our from our business school. And it was a really big blowout at the time. And uh, the way state budgets have been and travel budgets have been and so forth, uh, that would not happen today. Yeah. And so back and say that was a really enjoyable trip. And uh, so I'll say that. But but in terms of visiting some national parks, mm. uh, so forth, I'd say, you know, there's just there's a lot to do domestically. We haven't I haven't traveled a lot internationally. I've done a couple of consulting trips to Europe. And, and sad to say, it's the only European trips I've made. Right. So, do, do Madrid in one night, you know, so uh, right. really, really exciting. Yeah, so. Sure. Well, David, we can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast and sharing all these great stories. Now, before we let you go, you know, not just because you have a code, but we do want to hear yeah. it again. Uh, yeah. wh- how can we find you on Twitter and all that stuff and plug your book again and give us the code? 
Ah, okay. On Twitter, I use the uh, I'm Good Advice Publishing, all one word, on Twitter. You can find me by name on Facebook and on LinkedIn, on Medium as well, if you're a subscriber on Medium. And my book, The Handbook of College Student Excuses, you can find on Amazon if you search for the title. In many uh, instances, it will be free to read. Otherwise, it's just a nominal download. If you go to Smashwords, uh, which is my ebook publisher, you can get the book from, from them for half off using the code V as in Victor, U as an umbrella, 28Q as in quit. Use the code, people. Use the code. All right, David. Well, thanks again for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. We really appreciate it. And I, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. All right, all you Loyal Littles. We'll be right back. This is Sully from Boston. Never revere. And you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Are we ready for this? I'm so ready. These questions were the dumbest questions I've ever seen for a Friday Five. <laughs> I don't understand what person came up with these, but... Uh, Lewis came up with them. Who the hell is Lewis? Because he's an idiot. All right, Roxy, what do we got for the first one? All right. Well, in honor of Jingle Fest, here are your fabulous Friday Five questions mixed in with a little jingle trivia. Number one, what is your favorite commercial jingle? Sam, what do you got? You know, it's probably going to be super specific. The Folgers recent jingle, because there's this woman that both Emily sings to and I can't figure out who it is, but she's got like this outrageous voice and she like riffs on Folgers, you know, the best part of waking. But like, she's just like, uh, yeah, it's like awesome vocals. And that's why that's my favorite jingle at the moment. Nice. Yeah. Now, Simon also, without knowing almost gave away one of the trivia questions, but uh-huh. we're not going to bring that okay. to anyone's attention right no. now. Roxy, do you have a favorite jingle? Uh, well, it's not really a jingle. I just really love the uh, Hershey Kisses Christmas commercial where they're playing... Um, oh, the bells. The bells, yeah. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And the, the end, the one goes... And like wipes the sweat off its, quote, forehead. It's very cute. It's always That's been my favorite. Cute. Now do the trivia question quick. All right, it's... I am stuck on blank because blank stuck on me. You get choices. A, Elmer's, B, Velcro, C, Post-its, D, Band-Aid. Elmer's. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think that's right. I'm going to say D, Band-Aid. Yeah, I believe it's B, Band-Aid. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I'm not doing well then. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. well, I don't think they, they had that one in England, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> All right, question number two. What is your go-to karaoke song? Well, I don't like karaoke, but I feel like I'd maybe be okay with a Britney Spears song. Whoa. Maybe Lucky. I think the audience would love to see that because I know (laughs) I would love to see that because I've never seen that. Ah, there you go. Okay. We're going to work on that, Littles. Uh, (laughs) This is the problem with me and karaoke is I do show tunes. I don't do Mm -hmm. like what people in karaoke bars want to hear. So I can never sing karaoke out in public. Yeah. So because I also don't want, I get it. You know, you're, you're rocking out to like Bon Jovi and stuff. And then all of a sudden Chuck gets up there and sings a little old man river from showboat. Not going to work. Oh God. Yeah. Not going to work. So I do have a few and it is still technically a show tune now that we have a show called moving out, which is Billy Joel music. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of Billy Joel's. So I would say I'm in the I I am the entertainer or she's always a woman to me. Mm. Those kind of sit in my voice. Okay, nah, piano man's a little high. high. I can do it, but I have to like really stretch those vocal cords. Yeah. So Simon, what do you got? Uh, It used to be Desperado, but then I realized that that just sends people to sleep most of the time. You know, I'd rather be the guy that people like. Yeah, now it's fun. So uh, Proud Mary. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. And bonus trivia number two A: the best part of waking up is blank in your cup. Do you even need the answers, Simon? Starbucks in your cup. Come on, man. What are we doing out here, man? You got Folgers. Yes, Folgers. The answer is B. Folgers. Yes. I believe that's correct. That is correct. All right. All right. Number three: what would be your walk-up music? Um, I guess I would do Englishman in New York, obviously. Oh right. Yeah. Roxy, what do you got? Something for Forty Second Street, I'm sure. We're in the money. We're in the money. There you go. <laughs> That's good. And yeah. I mean, if I had to pick a show tune, it'd be drum crazy, I assume. Yeah. Right? So, you yeah. know, for a little Easter parade. Uh-huh. So the trivia question is, raise your hand if you're blank. And the options are ban, luscious, sure, or secret. 
Now, is luscious like, anyway, answer the question first. Do you know it? Raise your hand if you're blank, right? Yeah. I don't know. Luscious? I want to say sure. It's sure. I'm pretty sure it's sure. What commercial Uh, is that? Because of deodorant. It's deodorant. Raise your hand if you're sure. See, secret. I know secret as deodorant. Yeah, secret's a deodorant too. So is ban. I don't know what luscious is. That's why I was like questioning it. Maybe like a hair product. Okay, number four. If you could only listen to one song the rest of your life, Simon, what would you choose? Oh, my God, that sounds like torture. Um, well, it doesn't say, just to be clear, it doesn't mean you have to listen to it on a loop, mm-hmm. but, like, you only get one song. I only get one song. Yeah. God. That's I don't torture. know, Bohemian Rhapsody, I oh, guess. It's got a bit of everything in it. That's, that's yeah. a great... I might change mine. Go, Roxy. <laughs> Why don't you go? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I have, like, moods, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Adagio for Strings is one of my all-time favorite, but that's really mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. You know, it's a really sad... It's always played like over war movies or funerals or something like that mm-hmm. but um it's probably my favorite classical piece of music oh i know what's yours all right littles this is funny wait i think this is sort of a shout out to kj justin timberlake's wait song. so let's pause there for a second so you're telling me you get one song the rest of your life and the words yeah, justin but- timberlake came out of your <laughs> mouth <laughs> i mean Let's 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 rethink this maybe. Uh, Justin Timberlake's "Can't Stop the Feeling" because he's talking about dancing, and that's me. I dance all the time. Okay. I I can't Fair. stop. Fair. Okay. I, I'm just hoping you do. I, I would. It was the first one that came to mind. I also I was like kind of hoping that I thought we were going to be living this life together. <laughs> and yeah. Okay. Anyway, bonus question, Simon. If you've got the time, we've got the beer. Whose ad is that for? A Michelob, B Coors, C Miller, D Schlitz. Miller. I. What do you got, Roxy? I was going to say, at first I said Schlitz, but I don't think that's right. No, that's not right. I don't think so. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Miller. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. then I say, like, it's Miller, Miller time. time. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Good for you, Simon. Interesting. All right, okay, okay. All right, what's the last All right, one, Roxy? last question, number five. What was your favorite live music experience? Wow. Oh, yeah, it's going to be super basic, but you Coldplay. Coldplay? Met Life Stadium. Oh, wow. Ooh. I thought you were going to say that Michael Jackson one you went to. <laughs> well, no, because all I remember is like waiting. Oh, so, right. uh, yeah. <sighs> all right. Fair enough. I think off the top of my head, because it says experience, it's not necessarily a concert. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. When I perform as a honey tap and we get to perform live with Vince Giordano and the Nighthawks. And what? We perform, but then we get to like listen to the rest of their sets. Yeah. Vince Giordano and the Nighthawks live jazz band. They're incredible. And we have that here in New York City, which is really great. Absolutely. Okay, then I yeah. guess I'll be the suck up. I'm going to suck up and say seeing my lovely wife Aww. at Radio City Music Hall Aww. as a rockette. Thank and you. it's a music experience. You're dancing to music Aww. and it's got a live true. orchestra. And that's that's good. I didn't true. realize we were allowed to be cute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Don't okay. Worry, tell Coldplay so, is pretty cool. What's so. the uh, and this is why I couldn't because this is probably only because it's been stuck in my head all morning is probably going back to number one, my favorite jingle, my favorite commercial jingle. It is. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that. Blank. Blank. And the answers are A. Fancy feast. B. Apple sauce. <laughs> C. Chrysler car. Or D. Kit Kat bar. Now, Why Simon, do we even need the multiple choice for this? Simon. Like, well, Simon, are you an Office fan by any chance? Yes. Okay, well, there's an episode. Where Andy is trying to figure out what it, he can't what, remember. He can't remember that what it is. Right. And those are the answers yeah. he gave. Yeah, uh-huh. he gave some other outrageous ones. Like, but those are the ones um, we picked. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing you know what it is? Uh, Twix. Okay, good, good. That's yeah. my favorite too. No. Yeah. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. I love when he says fancy feast. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Littles. That's our Friday five. Uh, I don't. I can't even remember who did those. They were so bad. Some, Some guy schmo. named Lewis. No, I don't even know this guy. Lewis B. He's a schmo. Anyway. <laughs> All right, you two. But before we get out of here today. Let's, we have a little check-in, we're calling it, and this is going to be a lot of fun. From the road, Tony and Rob. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Chuck. What's going on? (laughs) Hey, Chuck. So I don't know where we are. (laughs) I think we're lost. We're not on the highway anymore. We took a wrong turn somewhere. (laughs) At Albuquerque? Is that what it is? Exactly. Now We should have said right turn at Albuquerque. Right. Now, the important part, though, is you are headed to Jingle Fest. Is that correct? Supposedly, yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> Jingle fest or bust. Jeez. I mean, it's so cool that they're holding it in Nashville this year. Right, I know. KJ's already there. We know that. 
And she's waiting for you, I think. You just got to head south down, uh, what is it, 65, right? 65, right, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. We'll see every, all the littles there tonight. We're so excited. Yeah. So now, of course, you know, Tony, obviously, the question that everyone wants to know is, did you pack an instrument with you? Well, <laughs> I have a piano. Literally, I've been listening to this song for three hours. I mean, I, 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 I'm so sick of this stupid piano. <laughs> it's going to be on the side of the road in the next 30 minutes. Well, I mean, that's okay, because maybe Jared Schofer will pick it up as he's walking by. <laughs> exactly. So this is going to be great. So what is your ETA, guys? We should get into Springfield around 5 o'clock, which will give us plenty of time to decompress, and get I can take some Xanax. <laughs> Get the piano to recover tuned. from right. listening to this piano. <laughs> we'll be ready to, to show up at 7 o'clock. Now, who's been doing most of the driving? I, Rob, have, I have. Rob's the driver. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is why we're not on the interstate right now. <laughs> I'm an old man and have to take frequent potty breaks. So ah. you, know, you, you, you do what you got to do. And how are you passing the time? Are you playing games? What's What are we doing? No, Tony's playing a piano. Oh, the whole time. Okay. That's... I have a piano. i got to rehearse. <laughs> if I'm going to perform tonight, I have to rehearse, right? <laughs> I've got to get this down pat. So we are looking at license plates. Right now we're, we're seeing a lot of Ohio license plates, a few Kentucky license plates. I call out every Waffle House that we see on an exit. We're really kind of looking for the first Rofo because <laughs> we got to go get some fried chicken. Absolutely. That'll be lunch. Okay. Right. Wow, so I'm going to go with, what, seven hours of driving still? According to the GPS, if it's not wrong, is we've got five hours and 45 oh. minutes, but you have to factor in the frequent stops. Yeah, I right. think it would be faster if we were on the interstate rather than US 40. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Did you plug it into a phone? You have MapQuest or something? Yes, I have my phone on Google Maps. Oh, okay. I did bring my atlas just in case there wasn't. But don't get well, fun, lost. Fun don't... fact, we just got passed by about 30 Porsches. They must be doing a ride or something. Oh, wow. So what are you driving? Please say Subaru. Uh, a, a, oh, a Subaru. A, 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 <laughs> yeah, the Colpine family truckster. Oh, um, nice. But no, it's a Honda CRV. Oh, here's more Porsches coming up behind us. Why don't you race them? Why don't you yeah. stick, stick with the pack? Absolutely. Just, just... Yeah. He's not kidding. Right. Someone take a picture of that because you've also started, is that on Twitter or Facebook? You started a feed. That's Facebook. Yeah. We've got a little thread going, chronicling our journey. With a great drawing, by the way. Yeah. I want, yeah. Eric, Eric came through on that one in, Absolutely. in short order. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. So disappointed we won't see Eric tonight. I know. Well, guys, thanks for checking in. This has been a lot of fun, and I, it's just making me more jealous. I'm seeing all these posts and all these pictures and videos that Joe Arrow and everyone's posting, and it's really sad. You know, hopefully the next one we'll be able to get to. We're going to try to live feed. Now, don't forget, everyone, you can live feed the event tonight, and we'll post the link in our show notes. So you can just click there, and I think believe it starts at 7, right, gentlemen? Seven o'clock, yeah. Seven o'clock. Kilroy's. Right. Yes. Kilroy's in Springfield, Virginia. Yes. So you guys should be rolling and in around five. Tony's hosting a um, a pre-event party in room five thirty-three at the <laughs> courtyard in Springfield. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, head on over to five. What is it? Five thirty-three, I believe. Five thirty-three. Yeah. yeah. Room yeah. five thirty-three. Room yeah. five thirty-three over at the court. All right. How long are you guys staying? Till Monday. Till Monday. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we'll drive back Monday morning. All right, you guys. Well, travel safe. Get there safe. Have a great time. We'll be trying to, I'll be trying to see the live feed. Like I said, I have a show at eight myself. So, but we're going to tune in at seven, see what we can see. And they said trash talking was allowed. So, Tony, you better practice some more because, you know, okay. if, it's, if, it's not, Will do. if it's not spot on, you know, you're going to get some, you know, trash talking. So I think I should be able to go up there with him. And it should <laughs> be a duet. Yeah, she should turn it into a duet, guys. I know it so well. <laughs> right. I heard it for the last well, Rob, hours. just remember, it's all for art. So that's right. It's all for the art. Well, it, it, it's for the littles. It's, so, that's true. All in for the littles, as our That's lovely right. Kevin Stanfield says. So, 
Absolutely. All right, you two, drive safe, and we'll check in with you again. Hey, who knows? Maybe if this is a hit, we'll check in on the trip back. Who knows? So. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Let's uh, get out of here, Roxy. Tell everyone how they can write into us. You can email us at WTFCPodNet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, The Loyal Littles Podcast. And remember, head on over to iTunes, listen to the podcast, give us a rate and review. That would be always lovely. So we're going to end with something a little different. Now, obviously, don't forget to use our code. Because uh, Simon, I, I'm guessing use you, the code. Use the code, right? And it is VU28Q to get 50% off Dr. David Wilde's book. Don't forget, use the code, people. Use the code. But we're going to end on this one. Remember, littles, no one succeeds without some help. Hmm. Thanks, Steve. I like that. That's, That's nice. deep. Yeah. See you, everyone. See you, everyone. Bye. That's doctor to you, buddy. podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.